0: Hello and welcome to Laying the Points, a word of his podcast brought to you by my bookie. I'm Anthony Amico. You can find me on Twitter at Amixta and my co-host is Action Network writer Matt Lamarca. You can follow on Twitter at Matt Lamarca. Matt, how's it going? I'm doing real well, Anthony.
1: Yesterday was a huge day for people who like to speculate on sports like we do. So uh, looking forward to seeing how that all develops in the coming months.
0: Yeah, loads of excitement. Uh my like prin- my vice principal actually today like pulled me over in the hallway and was like, Hey, you gotta be pretty excited about this. Uh.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was bad. like you know your, it. <laughs> your, your principal knows your degeneracy.
0: <laughs> but he supports it. So that that's the most important thing. That is thing.
1: true. That's good. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> before we get into the show, it's want to remind everyone, you can get a listener's only thirty percent discount to a Rotovis NFL pass by subscribing through the podcast homepage, rotaviz.com slash podcast before we start talking about you know the exciting news in the sports betting world i just want to give a brief recap for the uh the bankroll contest i mean you're still smoking me matt 18.6 percent roi i'm at 9.1 percent but overall obviously we've done really well 16.1 percent of the total money wagered uh you know we have a positive return on investment so we're doing really well hopefully we can keep it rolling um obviously we've been betting a lot on the basketball especially as the playoffs has tightened up. We actually have one bet uh, against each other. We're not even doing it through my bookie, we're just betting four rolls, heads up four rolls, <laughs> uh, Cavs versus Celtics uh, in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. So a little, a little in podcast juice to help keep things interesting.
1: Right, which is always fun, and it's actually recommended if you can find somebody else to take the other side of a bet because then you don't have to – you know, lay the juice to the book. You know, you're getting a slightly better line with the Celtics and I'm getting a slightly better line with the Cavs on the series. So it's a win-win for everybody. Um, yep. So, yeah, I, I've been, like you said, I, I've been just red hot. I keep waiting for the downswing, but it really hasn't come yet. Uh, you know, it could come at any point in time, but I feel really good about my process right now. You know, the baseball bets in particular, I I have been – Crushing. Uh, I am right now 16, 9, and 1 on the season. Good for a, a, a profit of over 10 units because basically all I bet is underdogs. Um, so yeah, like hitting 60%, 64% of my MLB bets definitely feels unsustainable and will probably come down in the long run. Um, you know, considering that we're betting dogs, but you know, I, I'm enjoying the ride at the moment and definitely, uh, looking to to take advantage of of these dogs in the future going forward
0: yeah gotta enjoy the ride and uh you know this is what we said going into the season this is why we love betting baseball just ride the variants ride the wave and uh i mean like you said your process has been really good i don't think that like obviously you'll you'll normalize a little bit but i think that you've established that you're uh you're a sound better and that's why they listen to us here man that's why i like the podcast
1: <laughs> hopefully
0: yeah all all six listeners, no. <laughs> uh, so like we were kind of uh, alluding to before, huge news for anyone who missed it. I don't think anyone has at this point, but just in case. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled basically that the law prohibiting sports betting outside of Las Vegas is in- unconstitutional. Thank you, Supreme Court. Uh, it sounds like New Jersey, obviously, is going to have everything up and running shortly. A huge, huge, huge amount of pride in being a New Jersey resident because... Pretty much the second anything's legal, it's legal in New Jersey. So (laughs) that's going to come soon. The majority of the country is obviously expected to follow suit at some point. I mean, I think, you know, I know you live in New York. I think that that's, uh, they'll do, there'll probably be a little uh, litigation there. I'm sure the people will, you know, try to get what they can out of it. But I think eventually you'll have that too. So
1: lawmakers got to wet their beaks a little. But uh, yeah, I think that ultimately they should follow suit quickly. Um, And it's I, honestly, it's really great. I, it never made any sense to me why it was illegal to begin with. Uh, I'm sure that you feel the same way. But uh it's really nice to, you know, potentially have the capability to just walk into a sports book locally and get some action down uh, in the near future. I, I've always loved going to Vegas, and I still will continue to enjoy going to Vegas. But it's going to be nice if, you know, there's a particular game that I want to get some action down. I can you know, just walk into a local shop, you know, hang out there, as opposed to, uh, you know, putting money into a website and then going through the whole process of getting it out, which, you know, my bookie is great about, but it's still is so much easier to just do it in person, cash transaction. And obviously, it, it will mean that I never have to contact a bookie again, which is something that I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, uh, you know, listen, I'll tell you this. I, I don't know about your family, Matt, but I feel like scratch offs are like a big thing in gifts. You know, how about how about uh, you know, a Jets futures prop in, in, in the in the stocking <laughs> instead of uh, you know, instead of a lottery ticket? Yeah, you I'm know? not sure like, how
1: my mother would feel about that, but uh, <laughs> I think my dad would be cool with it. And oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, like I think he, I always think about him with this kind of stuff because he loves going to Las Vegas. Like he literally tries to go like twice a year, I feel like, and it's solely to bet on sports, but he never, you know, sets up a, an offshore account. He he doesn't have a bookie. So I think that he is going to be like the perfect, you know, target demograph for these people who, who set up the sports books. Like he's somebody who goes from, you know, making a couple of bets a year when he's in Las Vegas to somebody who could potentially become a regular better. So I think that overall, it's it's all positives here.
0: Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I just think about, like, what it does for sports and what it does, like, for the economy. Like, I, just huge positives. Like, Mark Cuban, I I know, is saying this week that he thinks a lot of the sports franchises are going to, like, he basically thinks all the sports franchises in, like, the three main sports, baseball, football, basketball, he thinks that their value could double as a result of this. And uh, that's huge. I mean, then we're talking about, uh, you know, higher salary caps, changes to how things uh, in terms of paying the players. Um, Obviously, like if the government ends up taking like some kind of kickback on this, which we assume that they will, that's something that helps with our taxes. As a teacher, I think maybe, you know, get a little cash flow to the schools, you know, like, I don't know, I think I feel like this is a overall very, very good thing for everyone. Even if you don't like sports betting, I feel like you're basically just a, cur- a curmudgeon if you're if you're saying that this is like a net negative for yeah. us as a society.
1: that's the one thing that people have been saying is that this does open the door for you know people who have gambling issues. It makes it easier for them to you know get into trouble. But I, I honestly hate that argument. First off, if you have a gambling problem, it being legal is not going to stop you from your ability to make a wager. You know, those yep. people were already getting themselves into trouble with the way things are set up as it is. And the beauty of, you know, legalized sports betting is you have to have the cash on hand to make the bet, you know? So it, it really is going to be, uh I think, all on the up and up. It's going to be great. It could definitely enhance the in-game experience if you're at the stadium. You know, they're talking about, you know, making in, in-seeding in betting. You know, you can bet live on you know, a whole host of outcomes. So I, I think it's going to be really cool. Um, the one thing I will say too, is that if you are, you know, a local bookmaker, I, I wouldn't be a 100% worried at the moment, because there's always going to be a need for credit in the industry. You know, there are people who are going to want to make bets with money that they don't have, at, you know, which it's stupid, but it it's a reality of life. So I don't think it's necessarily going to completely put the bookmaker out of business, but it definitely should eat into their bottom line a little bit.
0: All right. I think that's a great analysis, man. I we're all excited. Like uh I know they were saying on the the Simmons, the cousin sal pod, like you just walk into seven eleven and make a bet. Like that's that's amazing. That's a beautiful thing. That's America, you know? Like yep. that's uh so lots of excitement
1: there. Give me a cup uh, of coffee and a hundred bucks on the Knicks to win the number one pick.
0: <laughs> There's still uh I, they're the lottery's happening right now. The Knicks haven't uh gotten their pick yet and they're already through the uh tenth pick. So Knicks are in the top ten, it looks like.
1: Well, I think they have like the eighth best odds, so if they don't show up at number eight, that's when we know that they will uh have jumped up into the top three. So We'll see. I ran a couple lottery simulations today just for fun. And it took me a few, but I eventually got them up at the top. So, yes. we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be interesting one way or the other. There's a team more than likely that really needs some help that will be getting, uh, you know, the top pick and potentially Luka Doncic, who I think should be the, the hands down top pick. But, you know, if it ends up going to like Philly or Cleveland, you know then it's just not fair <laughs> but other than that whichever team gets the top pick is, is going to be happy I think
0: I agree uh, now we were talking a little bit about baseball before we are about a quarter of the way through the season uh, how's your betting philosophy changed if at all
1: um, yeah I mean if anything it just has solidified the fact that betting underdogs is the way to go like uh, you're getting just plus odds on a lot of these bets if you take a team that, you know, quote unquote, is is worse or, or maybe has a p- pitching disadvantage. But there are so many factors in a baseball game and it's so long, you know, at nine innings, like really, even if you're a bad team, you're still going to win, you know, more than a third of your games. So by taking these these teams that are plus money odds, like it's just honestly like I'm, I'm super enjoying baseball season. I'm sure you you feel s- similar to me in that regard.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I'm uh, taking it to the chin right now on the White Sox. They're down 6-0 on the Pirates. But that's like, when you bet the dogs, like, you're going to get the bad outcomes. But then sometimes you're going to get, like, these really good outcomes. I mean, like, we've hit on a few, like, over plus 200 underdogs in baseball. And it's for the reasons that you've said, like, that the, the odds are just, uh, I mean, they're reflective, obviously, of of, like, who we expect to win. But not probably of, like, the true probability. You know, a lot of these games, if you look at a lot of, uh, uh, you know, forecasting sites and websites that have models, like, very, very rarely are these teams, uh, are these games like, greater than 60% to go, like, one way or the other. So, like, that's why you end up making out in the long run when you bet the juice. Uh, and I'm I'm enjoying it, and I'm starting to take a little bit more of, like, a GPP approach to some of these. Like, I've thrown in a few more parlays. So, like, I'm betting, like, three or four games in a day. I'll try to parlay them just in case I hit them all because then, you know, with the plus money odds and with a lot of the other stuff, you get a, there's a lot to show, you know, you get it, you get a lot more for your bank for your buck and it's just fun, you know? So I'm, I'm trying to take a little more, bit more of a GPP approach with my bankroll in general and trying to do a little more parlays just cause I think, uh, you know, we're, we're not just trying to build a role. We're also trying to, you know, make ourselves a little bit of money here. So I think that that's been fun and, baseball certainly has been great. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm in quite the swing you are. You're, you're pretty hot, but uh, overall, I think it's been good.
1: Yeah. And I think that just using the information available, looking at, you know, the money that's coming in, uh, finding out which underdogs the sharp better seem to like, you know, like I, I will fully admit that I don't, you know, grind all this research, like I just really tail on the sharp betters, <laughs> And it's been working, you know, like, uh, I certainly at from time to time, will have a feeling about a game one way or the other. But I really just like to, you know, study the line movement, um, you know, see where the money is coming in. Uh, reverse line movement is obviously a huge factor. Uh, I think that, you know, the majority of my bets come in because of reverse line movement. And uh, yep. I know that you like reverse line movement as well. So uh, really just by studying, seeing where the sharps are going, how the books are reacting, I think, you know, there's a ton of money to be made with baseball.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm with you. I live for the reverse line movement. That's pretty much all of my bets come off that. And it's just a really simple way, I think, to increase your odds to win these some of these wagers. I mean, you just... Like you said, just tail the sharp money. Those guys really are the ones doing a lot of the research and there's really no reason. I think the easiest way to explain it is like there's just no reason to reinvent the wheel. Like a lot of the, if, if there's people out there betting, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on some of these games, uh, you can, you can bet that they've done the research, you know, and follow the money. That's a pretty good recipe for success in life. So really until we get into like football where I feel like I really know my stuff in terms of the game. That's when I'll I'll do a little bit more you know self prognostication but right now I'm I'm with you I'm telling I'm telling the sharks I'm telling the money
1: yep and there's nothing wrong with that right you know like a win is a win put the put the win in the win column get the money it doesn't matter you know how it happens just just get it done there's no bonus points for you know grinding it out on your own use all the tools that are available and uh, I will plug the action network again because. They honestly have. I, I personally feel the best stuff out there. You know, I, I know that a lot of uh, now that the legalization has come down, there's going to be a lot more people trying to get into this space. You know, uh, like especially the traditional outlets. It wouldn't shock me if you know ESPN and you know CBS Sports. All these people start going much heavier into the betting side. But I stand behind you know what we've done so far at Action Network, and I think that we're going to continue to be an industry leader, regardless of who gets into the space.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, and, and again, you know, Action Network is not paying us to say this and I'm not even an employee. So t- you can, I feel like you can take my word for it here. Like <laughs> I was, a, you know, I've been a pro subscriber for like the last month or so and it's, it's really helped my bottom line. And on top of that, like, you know, a lot of the names of the people that are, that are writing an Action Network. I mean, you can go there right now and check it out. You know, Paula Laduca former MLB player, a lot of great guys that you know uh, in the fantasy industry, a lot of the guys at Fantasy Labs, they're contributing there as well. And it, they're out in front. Like, that's the thing. Everyone else that's going to be getting into this space, uh, they're going to be doing it second. And Action Network has been first. They have a lot of the industry leaders already at their site. And, uh, you know, if I'm going to pay for for Intel, it's definitely going to be with them. And I think that they have the best the best stuff out there. So I definitely agree. Um, go. <laughs> yeah let's get it we're gonna talk a little bit before we get into the nba we're talking a little bit about our presenting sponsor someone that is actually paying us the, to say nice things about them but we love them anyway it's my bookie all right doesn't matter if you've been you know a better for years or if right now you're hearing all this good news about you know sports betting legalization and you're trying to get a little action in early you got to do it at mybookie.ag you know they will not give you the runaround when you ask for a payout, which is definitely a concern that we that we've voiced in the past about other books. My bookie, you win. They pay. They pay fast without any hassles. I would only recommend a service that has been good to me and to my listeners. You're absolutely wasting your time betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting. You can place a bet after tip-off. That's something that we've done a lot. Uh, they also have the outstanding prop builder. So take props like I have tonight. Jalen Brown has to score at least 18 points against. The calves tonight for me to cash out. I like that bet. All right. But do that. You can do all these great things over at my bookie. Join now and my bookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. Just use promo code LANG the points to activate this special offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Mybookie.ag. Let's talk a little NBA playoffs, Matt, and uh, coming through the line here before we even get in, get into the, the good teams, the Knicks will be picking ninth. So there goes that.
1: Oh, that um, means somebody must have jumped them. Somebody, oh, somebody down below must have jumped them. So. Yeah, some
0: some team that deserve that deserves to be picking ahead of the Knicks <laughs> is picking ahead of the Knicks. That's, right. <laughs> so
1: this will end up being an eight person draft. Then, by the way.
0: Yeah. So right now it's Knicks nine, and, and we'll get into this stuff later. But Knicks nine, Cavs pick eight, the Bulls pick seven so the kings will be in the top three the magic pick sixth the mavs pick fifth the hawks have moved into the top three and the grizzlies pick four so what does that mean so that means hawks phoenix, kings and, the and lakers phoenix, oh, I oh, think. phoenix phoenix phoenix
1: yeah the lakers pick goes to philly so it might say philly on the board instead of the lakers but
0: yeah yeah that that's the 10th pick Wow, so Phoenix, the Phoenix, the Hawks, and the Kings. Well, I don't know if I love that. That is a poop
1: factor right there. Yeah, like, those are three teams who Donkic. desperately need some help. So Doncic
0: is thinking about staying in Europe. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: Phoenix is lovely, you know. Like I wouldn't mind going to Phoenix, especially you know playing with Devin Booker. Like I think that's a great fit, and obviously the weather is gorgeous there. So I'm up on Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we'll see, but let's talk about some of the good teams. Uh, The Celtics took a 1-0 lead against the Cavs. Uh, They are plus 105 to win the series still. Obviously, they're playing right now uh, while we're recording this. Uh, Are the Celtics being underrated again?
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, like, you just look at them, and it, it really is just a testament to how great Brad Stevens is. Like, I know everybody, like, just constantly is slobbing on this dude's knob, but... It's deserved at this point. Like, the, in terms of pure talent, this team is is lacking. You know, like they have some good young players with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. You know, Terry Rogier is fine. I, I think Terry Rogier and honestly, in particular, is getting way overhyped too. But, um, you know, it, it really is just Brad Stevens putting these guys in the best positions night in and night out. Uh, that said, like I'm still rolling with LeBron James. He is just Scary good what he's doing in these postseason. Like, I know he had an off game one. Uh, I don't buy into, you know, this whole Marcus Morris is the LeBron stopper narrative. (laughs) Like, there is no such thing as the LeBron stopper. Like, LeBron is coming out tonight, and I will go out on a limb and saying that he's going to get over 35 points in a near triple double. Like, it's just going to come down to what the rest of his teammates do. And the Celtics have benefited from getting some ridiculously good luck in the shooting department. Uh, and what I mean by that is that like all postseason up uh, their opponents have shot worse than you would expect on wide open looks that continued to in game one. Uh, and eventually it has to even out. And if that does happen, I'm worried that the Celtics are, uh, you know going to take a, a little bit of a dive here I, I still am super impressed and you know if you add Kyrie Irving Gordon Hayward back into this team team next year like they're obviously going to be really really good but I just think that at the current point in time this team doesn't have the horses to beat LeBron
0: yeah and I you know I still do think that like early in the series at home Boston is going to do well like I, I think they're they're going to win tonight uh, you know, by the time you guys listen to this, you will know the results. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, But like, you know, if you're like Matt and you like the Cavs, like just wait. And then tomorrow, like it'll be I mean, they're minus 120 right now. If they lose tonight, it'll be, you know, you could be getting some money. It, there'll be dogs, you know, or it'll be even money to bet the Cavs. So like uh, I, I don't think that like I mean, Boston's the home team. So like I don't think it's a huge deal that they drop like a game or two. You know, Boston all playoffs has been really, really good at home, and especially early in the series. So, like, it's not a huge surprise that they do well here, especially like Rogier plays. I feel like a lot better at home,
1: so much better at home.
0: But you know, once they go back to Cleveland, Cleveland could take the momentum right back. I mean, once LeBron gets going, it it, it could be over. You know, like they could just win the next four games. So, I definitely, I definitely don't feel comfortable with the series bet at any point going up against LeBron. Uh, I definitely wanted to get it early just like I have all series, uh, all, all playoffs with Boston just because they win the games early and then the odds end up not being as good. So I I still like the bet that I made with Matt, you know, pre-series. Uh, but I, I, I certainly think that this will be very, very close down to the wire. And, uh, like you said, ultimately LeBron is the best player in the league by far. He's the best player in the series by far. You know, Boston is really outperforming their expectation with this roster. And, uh, I'm just hoping that they can keep it going. They're just, they're a really fun team to root for. Like it, it's, Oh yeah. They're a lot of fun to watch, all that stuff. Everybody uh, honestly, loves an underdog. Everyone loves an underdog. I agree with you on the Rogier thing. Like he's so, he's just so fun. Like he's, <laughs> he's like Isaiah Thomas only like with a little more swag, you know, uh, just in terms of like what he's done. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just a scoring guard. Like, he's a guy, he should be your third or fourth guard on a good team. He's starting on the on the Celtics, so it's fun.
1: Right, there's, like, talk, like, oh, what, what draft pick would you want, you know, if you're the Celtics to trade Terry Rozier? Like, would you take a late lottery pick? And I think that that is just ridiculous. Like, I would take that trade in a second if I were the Celtics. Like, I know he's been impressive with some of his statistics during the postseason, but He's, like you said, he's he's a perfect third guard. Like, if he's your best guard, I don't think you're winning anything meaningful. And I honestly don't like when people say that, you know, people, like, are like, oh, if you don't have LeBron or Kevin Durant, like, you know, is this, can this guy be the, the best player on a championship team? But there's, like, four whole guys in the league that fit that description. You know what I'm saying? Like... Oh, yeah. So... For sure. Uh, like, there's definitely a place for Terry Rozier on a good team, but... It's definitely, I don't think, as involved as he is with the Celtics right now.
0: Also, no, definitely
1: not. Also, Scary Terry, terrible nickname. Horrible. And, and he deserves better. It doesn't he's, even he's played, rhyme. He's outplayed that <laughs> nickname. It doesn't even rhyme.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, my gosh. I mean, first of all, future Nick Terry Rozier, because you know that they're going to pay him <laughs> once he's a free agent. If, like, they oh, don't, the Garden, if they don't the trade the
1: nine pick for him
0: yeah exactly They'd be like oh the garden would love terry rogier like that's a it's a no-brainer uh so yeah we'll see um i mean cleveland like you said just has to shoot the ball better like they, they shot i mean i know they I know they lost the first game by 25 points but they shot 36 percent 15 percent from three like that's just not gonna happen like right. I, they, they they have kevin love kyle korver like these guys get buckets
1: they were over their four first 14 from the three-point line uh i don't think that will happen again. You know, <laughs> I don't think that's a huge limb to go out on. So, uh yeah, I like them to bounce back. I, I actually did take them in game two. We're on opposite sides then again there. But uh as far as adjustments go, like I know there's talk of moving Tristan Thompson into the starting lineup. He, uh, Ty Lue thinks that he matches up a little bit better with Al Horford. Personally, I would like to see more minutes for Kyle Corver. I feel like I've been screaming about that for basically all playoffs, but like what he provides on the floor for LeBron is something that really no one else on the roster does which is just a pure knockdown shooter again he was only 1 for 5 from 3 in game 1 but only 23 and a half minutes of court time like eventually his shot is going to fall and and I want him on the court spacing uh the floor for LeBron James so uh as far as like the Cavs rolls players go he had by far the best net rating on the team during the regular season like he was a sneaky key contributor for the Cavs this year so uh, I think that they need to get him some more minutes and uh, hopefully if his shot is falling Tyloo will have a little longer leash with him
0: yeah the one thing with Corver is that like he's a little harder to hide on D against the Celtic guards but if if smarts in then you can definitely do it let's be honest the Cavs are playing
1: no defense anyway (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, they need to score over 110 points to win these games. No, you're like, that's, right. That's just what's going to have to happen. So, you're right.
0: Well, hopefully he's guarding Jalen Brown a little bit tonight because <laughs> I, uh, I need that that prop. Uh, so you're you're sticking, like you said, you're sticking with Cavs?
1: Yes, I am sticking with Cleveland. Uh, I might push it up to seven games. I initially had the Cavs in six, but I think that now I feel pretty comfo- comfortable that this series is going seven one way or the other.
0: All right, yeah, I mean, I I can agree with that. I'm on the green side, but uh, hey, listen, I can respect greatness, so I'm I'm on the king.
1: Yeah, you're the you're you're have always been Mr. LeBron James. I'm a little late to the party. Uh, I'll be honest; like, I was a LeBron hater when he first went to the Heat, but uh, it's become impossible to ignore what this guy does. You know, like I keep it, it blows my mind that it's year 15 for this guy, year 15, like. He's going to put together a stretch when all is said and done, hopefully, that, you know, could rival Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in terms of longevity and Michael Jordan in terms of, you know, peak level performance, which would be just absolutely unreal.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I forget who I forget what the post was, but I saw someone on Twitter the other day that posted like LeBron's career minutes and like career minutes per game. And it's just it's insane. Like, the guy is just on the floor so much. Like, he's played so many more minutes than, you know, a lot of... Uh, pretty much, I think, literally every superstar, like, in his first 15 years. Like, it's it's stupid. It's stupid how good he's been. I hope he never gets hurt. I hope he just keeps being amazing. And, uh, you know, once his body hits 50 from whatever planet he's from, you know, maybe, maybe he'll stop playing basketball. But I, I hope it just never comes. He's just...
1: I agree. Just unreal. Like, he might be a cyborg. So,
0: <laughs> now in the West, which I I think is pretty much the NBA Finals for us. I mean, I, I don't think uh, the Cavs, the Cavs-Celtics series is is a lot of fun. But I think ultimately the the winner of the West is going to win the whole thing. Um, Rockets fell behind one zero. Uh, Rockets lost home court in the first game. If they lose game two, I mean, is this thing over?
1: Yes, I I think it's a hundred percent over. Like, I think just from a mental standpoint, if they lose game two, there's absolutely no way for them to rebound. Like, they will just feel defeated, and they should. I mean, if you look at what happened in game one, like, Steph Curry had an awful game by his standards. I think he scored 18 points, only made one three-pointer. You got a humongous game from James Harden. He shot the absolute hell out of the ball. I felt like he made so many step back three pointers just watching the game live and they still lost by double digits. Like this Warriors team, when they're motivated is just absolutely frightening. Like this is by far the best team that I've ever seen. You know, uh, I, I missed the Jordan Bulls. You know, we're both a little young to have really gotten to witness them, but you know, we've seen some good teams, the Shaq, Kobe, Lakers. You know, the LeBron, Heedles, and and this team just dwarfs all of them when they are on, you know, and firing at full cylinders. Like, what they're now calling the Hamptons 5 lineup, which, again, terrible nickname.
0: Yeah, can we, I mean, (laughs) just, I don't want to cut you off, but, like, basketball is the sport that's supposed to have the most swag. How are the worst nicknames coming out of basketball? (laughs) Like, that just can't happen.
1: They had some funny graphics with that last night of, like, you know all of those dudes superimposed onto like got club bodies and <laughs> it was it was funny um but yeah that death lineup has just been just been churning out opponents and and just grinding them up and spitting them out like when they're motivated they are just scary good like you forget about how good Clay Thompson is and then he'll drop eleven in the fourth quarter like he did last night to just put the game absolutely out of hand Kevin Durant. You know, maybe he's not LeBron, but the guy is just a phenomenal basketball player, and he's doing it on both ends of the court now. You know, Draymond Green, uh he is overrated in my opinion at this point. But what he does for the the Warriors is absolutely perfect. Like he basically only played defense yesterday and did it at just such an extremely high level, protecting the rim and then also getting out to shooters in the corner, playing the passing lanes, like. He disrupted a game more from like that free safety position than I, than I feel like I've seen anybody do all season. So, uh, when this team is motivated and I, I think they clearly want to prove that, you know, they are not afraid of the Rockets. They don't think that the Rockets are on their level. Uh, and, and you're going to get their best performances. Like that's, that's a scary proposition. I think that they are, uh, in, in the driver's seat here to not just win this series, but obviously take, take, the, take home the whole thing.
0: Hey, blog boys. What do you think of what do you think of the Warriors motivation right now? Um <laughs>
1: I'm definitely getting a blog boys t-shirt, by the way.
0: Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, that's on the list. I'm gonna put that right next to the you like this t-shirt. Like that's <laughs> I'm all about that stuff. But yeah, I mean the Warriors death lineup is insane. And like over the course of the season, when they were, you know, they had guys in and out of the lineup, they're clearly just like kind of checked out. It's like really easy to forget that they have like three of the 10 best players in the league. <laughs> you know, like, And then you look at the rosters. Like, I mean the Rockets, what the Rockets have done this year is awesome. And their roster is pretty good. But like Ryan Anderson came and get on the floor against this team. Like, like the Rockets have like three or four guys that played for them this year that like can't play in the series. Like the second that are on the floor, it's a liability. It's a huge problem. Like their rotation really can only be like, six or seven guys yeah. for them to like not just get run out of the gym. Which Luke is which is crazy.
1: Luke and was hot garbage in game one.
0: Ugh, and terrible. like
1: yeah, they need like one of him or PJ Tucker to be productive.
0: Right. Like and if PJ Tucker yeah. if PJ Tucker can't play defense and then he's also not gonna score at all, like he's just, he's a complete waste. Because like he's supposed to be like the athletic guy that can guard like two through four a little bit. And you know, knock down the occasional three, like he's gotta he's gotta give you something.
1: Right. The narrative has gone from, you know, oh, no team in the league might be more equipped to handle Kevin Durant than the Rockets. You know, they have so many bodies they can throw at him with Mbamute, Ariza, PJ Tucker, like they just have so many options they can throw at him. And then after one game it's like, you know what? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have anyone they can guard Kevin Durant. Do you know why? Because no one can guard Kevin Durant. Exactly. Like, Kevin Sometimes Durant rolls easy. out of bed and, and drops 30. Like, <laughs> it's just too easy for this guy when he wants it to be. And uh, like I said, I think that the motivation is clearly there for them in this series.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that the Rockets win game two and the Warriors line comes down a little bit, and then I'm going try to try to make a bet on that. Because yeah. that's, uh, I mean, you bet it at when it was minus 200. And it's just a great bet. Like, (laughs) the odds have already more than doubled. Like, it's just a great bet.
1: Yeah, we'll see. It's funny because, like you mentioned, this is basically the NBA Finals. Uh, Before the series started, they were minus 200 to beat the Rockets. And then at the same time, they were minus 200 to win the NBA championship on my bookie. So they're literally giving whoever comes out of the East just zero respect. (laughs)
0: i don't even think brad stevens could do this so that's uh that's how good they are um let's get into the uh my bookie picks of the week matt you got anything for us this week
1: yeah my my bookie pick of the week is just bet the warriors in every game in this series like i really do think that they are just insanely motivated to beat this team right now like, uh, I've said it all. Like, they are just tired of hearing about how good that the Rockets are. They don't think the Rockets are that good. They think they've played better teams. You know, and they've come right out and say that, which is weird. Like, you know, you've heard guys like Andre Iguodala interviewed, and, you know, people are saying, like, oh, is this the best team you've ever played? And they're like, you know, we've, we've played the Spurs, you know? <laughs> we have played the Cavs with LeBron and Kyrie, like, We have played some pretty damn good teams and this team hasn't proven anything. So they, they really want to make a statement. So I'm betting them again in game two. Uh, I will probably bet them in games three and four, you know, depending on if the, the line being, you know, single digits. Uh, and I really like the concept of getting them in the second half. Like maybe the books will eventually adjust to that, but the Warriors just smoke dudes in the third quarter. Like, I, uh, was in on the Warriors for the game yesterday, and at halftime, with the score tied, they were only pick em minus the, uh, you know, in the second half. So I thought that that was a great bet. Um, if, if the game is close, like, I fully expect the Warriors to, to turn it on and dominate in the third and fourth quarter. So that might be the way to, to do it when the game moves back to Golden State is just try and find a reasonable second half line or, live in-game line, but uh, I'm starting to think that this could potentially end as a sweep. I really think it could. Like, I'm that impressed with the Warriors, and uh, I think that outside of James Harden, the the Rockets just don't have the horses to match up with this.
0: Yeah, and it is worth noting that—I um, forget who it was. I think it might have been Brian Mears, but someone at the Action Network wrote about, like, these, uh, you know, basically quarter-and-half props that you can bet um during the philly series because yeah because philly was like destroying the heat in every third quarter in that series and uh you know i was betting it (laughs) because it was a good bet like you know whatever it was miami's net rating in the third quarter was really bad philly was really good that was like a season-long trend and it was displaying itself in the um you know, in that series, like those lines are definitely exploitable, probably for like a pretty similar reason that a lot of props are exploitable. Like they just don't get as much action on those, uh, on those bets. And I think a lot of people just generally perceive that to be a coin flip and they don't realize that like there actually are factors that go into the results of, you know, a single quarter or a single half. Um, so there's, I think there's definitely an edge there. So I I think that that's something we should probably bet more, but, uh, I like that. And I'm, I'm actually going to go, you know, Warriors Sweep is plus 220 right now on my bookie. Um, I think it's a reasonable bet. I mean, it's your best way, I think, to get good action on this series right now. We'll, we'll see what happens if uh, Rockets win. You know, if Rockets win game two, maybe you can get back in on a, on a series bet. But I think uh, a Warrior Sweep is being kind of properly valued right now. It's actually the second most likely outcome according to my bookie right now they have uh you know warriors win 4 two is plus 200 but warrior sweep is only plus 220 so
1: yeah I kind of like, uh, I'm
0: getting on the warrior sweep I think I
1: kind of like that you know pairing it with four to one like you can you can bet both and you know the odds are high enough on both that if one of those two outcomes comes through for you you're gonna make a nice profit so uh yep. I think that that's sharp I like that I, I might join you and, and just hop on both of those series results.
0: love it. We're making money for the listeners and for each other, right? That's teamwork.
1: <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work.
0: Yee. All right, so that's going to do it for this edition of Laying the Points brought to you by MyBookie. Please be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And get that deposit bonus on my bookie for using promo code Points from Matt Lamarca, I'm Anthony Miko. May the odds be ever in your favor.